0: Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk
1: leader. Hey, good morning to you, 908 on KDXU. It is a Thursday, and guess who is in the house? It's that one famous lady from St. George, Michelle Randall. Oh, hi, Amos, Michelle. Huh? yeah, you're fam- no, You're famous. you're famous. <laughs> I mean, it just feels like it's been a long time. And, it you know, has we, been
2: forever.
1: We have Mayor Thursday every Thursday, and uh, through really circumstances just about beyond our control you haven't been able to make it the last I few have months not. So.
2: it's been it's been a crazy couple of months and hopefully things are are slowing down a little but i was in the hospital on one thursday I had mm. to have an appendectomy Oof. and then i got covid then the next time i was supposed to come on my mother-in-law passed away and so wow. it's just been one thing after another but i'm here so
1: i'm so glad you're here yes. it's good to see you
2: it's good to see you.
1: Um, What was I going to say? Uh, It it just uh, uh, one of those deals we have Mayor Thursday every Thursday and really observant listeners will go, "Okay, Michelle's here. That's great. But isn't she supposed to be on the first Thursday of the month? And this one is my fault. I'm actually going to be out of town next week. And so Michelle graciously agreed to come on. A little bit early. So Yes, you're
2: you. you're going traveling, and good for you.
1: Yeah, next week it's the trip up north to see the grandbabies and stuff.
2: Oh, that's always awesome.
1: And then uh, later in July, we're going to go on a real vacation, just the wife and I. So I'm looking forward to that one.
2: That'll be fun. So. Yes, and hopefully nothing tragic happens on. The first Thursday in August when I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. hopefully we've got all of our tragedies and yeah. and sicknesses behind. Tony just had major surgery Tuesday, so I've got my son mm. home babysitting him so I could come and be with you. and by
1: the way, I've had a couple of back surgeries, not fun stuff, yeah, not no. fun. He's kind mm. of
2: miserable, but
1: so uh, well, good luck to Tony, Tony Randall. yes, and I uh, hope he hope he's uh, doing okay. It was when was the surgery for him yesterday Tuesday. Oh, man.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Does he got, has he got the big brace thing on now? He
2: ha- he has a big brace thing on, and uh, they did some, fuse few, some discs. and But it, it, the nerve yeah. pain's already gone out of his leg, so that's, oh, that's, good. that's good news because he was absolutely miserable. So
1: I had similar surgery for a similar reason, and it didn't work on me. So I got all the pain from the back surgery, and it didn't fix the leg. Yeah. So. That's life.
2: That's that's the problem with back surgery. You hear some people it works on some people it doesn't. So he got to the point where he's so miserable he's like, uh, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> so
1: I'm glad he did. I'm yeah. glad he did. He'll so
2: go. I'm hoping it works and I have, I have good babysitters for him today. He probably doesn't appreciate me saying babysitters, but he needs help up and down and, you know. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I, I can totally relate. Yeah, mm-hmm. In fact, uh, years ago, I'm not going to say the company, but uh, when I had my first back surgery on my lower back, uh, I went in, to, uh, had a dispute with the boss about, uh, I'm, I'm going to be careful here. The, the boss was... Uh, uh, lying i i can't say the boss <laughs> boss was being untruthful i called him on it and uh two days after my surgery big, big giant back brace on wearing a cane walked into his office sat down and he fired me wow yeah on, <laughs> with with the back brace on and everything i was like okay well walked out to the car my wife had, had driven me because i wasn't allowed to drive yet because i was yeah. on drugs and walked out of the car and i said well uh honey we gotta find a new job and and she's like yeah Oh, that bug that was bugging me earlier that got you now. That bug
2: just landed on yeah. its, it's, it was on my nose and then it was on the mic.
1: i have got he's after you because he's been after me for the last three hours. Well, why so. haven't you
2: killed it by now? <laughs>
1: he keeps getting away. He's too fast. It's
2: just so. a little, I don't even know what it is.
1: Yeah. It's like a gnat, kind of between a gnat and a fly.
2: Yeah. It's so. it's annoying. Yeah. At least it didn't go up my nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you've swallowed it. I've done that yeah, before. I've <laughs>
2: Isn't yeah. Isn't that awful? Yeah.
1: By the way, if you want to talk with the mayor or me, uh, give, us, give us a call, 673-5890. I'll also, oops, spill my drink everywhere. I'll also grab my phone, and uh, yeah, you can text in. In fact, we already have a task. Ask the mayor uh, if the culprit that cut down veg- vegetation on the Virgin River Trail was ever caught. Oh, remember that? Somebody was hacking at trees and stuff. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, I do remember that. And no, I don't think they were ever caught. Never got them, huh? mm
1: such a weird thing, too. That you know, when we talked about it at the time, it was like I was trying to figure out what their purpose would have been for doing that. Like, it, was it blocking their view? No, was it bothering? I just couldn't find a purpose.
2: Yeah, some some of the some crimes like that are harder to solve. We did just uh, uh, make a, an arrest in the Dixie Gun and Fish robbery. Oh. Yeah, Good. ATF's involved in that. So there will be federal charges and found out that same person was robbing a lot of restaurants around town. And
1: Oh, is it the same guy that, same that guy. hit like Jimmy John's and Angelica's yep. and all those? Oh, same guy. Got him. So I hope there's a big old restitution right? fine on that guy and he right. has to pay it back. Although usually if they're robbing things, they probably didn't have any money in the first place. Yeah. So this guy's from Vegas. Money. Yeah.
2: Come up and hit us and then return. But um, we were hot. Ha- We were really glad to get that news yesterday, but I do have a a few things to talk about since 4th of July is on Monday.
1: Yes, it is.
2: Happy Independence Day. Um,
1: And by the way, uh, Utah was named the number one most patriotic state in America by Wallet Hub today.
2: That doesn't surprise me. How cool is that? That is very cool. Very cool. So starting tomorrow, Mm -hmm. um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, there is a carnival down in Town Square. Nice. Um, And so that is open from 8, no, that will be open from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. each day. Oh, wow. For those four days. And then on... Now, do you know
1: what the carnival entail? I mean, are there rides and booths? Oh, yeah, it's a a
2: regular carnival. Oh. Uh, You know, your Ferris wheel and your...
1: Not quite the art festival, but still pretty. A lot of a lot yeah. of stuff going on. Very cool.
2: Big carnival, and then the day of the fourth in town square. There's there's a lot of inflatables, and there's entertainment. There's a talent show. There's hot dog eating contest. There's cornhole. There's all kinds of of games, and a lot of it's free. Obviously, the carnival's not free. It's a, it's a company that does carnivals all the time, but um, so, there's also a parade starting that morning on the 4th of July at mm-hmm. 7.45 a.m.
1: Early parade.
2: Try to beat the heat.
1: Okay, good it's idea. It's always
2: packed with people. It amazes me that people will get up that early, but it's great because there's so many families together and little kids all dress the same. Everybody all dressed patriotic and it's yeah. awesome. So, that starts, um, the parade starts at 200 West. Okay. And it heads East. And then it wrap goes around Vernon Worthing Park. Oh, all right, and ends so and goes 400 to four hundred east, east and yeah. yeah. And, so and
1: uh, by the way, it was, uh, today it was eighty three at seven forty five. So beating most of the heat, that's pretty good. Yeah,
2: that's the that's the reason. So we we throw candy, but we try not to get any chocolate that'll melt really. Yeah, quick. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the whole day there will be. Um, Events in Town Square all day long start at 945 in the morning, and then, obviously, the fireworks are at 10 p.m., and those will be shut off from the stadium at the university. Just, it's kind of in the parking lot area over there, (laughs) and you can see them from most most places in St. George. And then, of course, this time of year, I get several emails on banning fireworks.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that's heavy heavy on people's minds. What about fires? What about the dryness?
2: We've had had the driest May since (laughs) 18-something in the state of Utah and St. George. I mean, not a drop of rain here. And so people get very concerned. Um, Last year, because we kept putting the message out, you know, please be safe, please be careful. So people don't quite understand Utah code 53-7-225 states clearly that a municipality may not prohibit a person from discharging class C common state approved explosives during the permitted period, which is from July 2nd to July 5th. Mm -hmm. And, but we can ban them in certain areas. We just can't do a blanket blanket ban on fireworks. <clears throat> so if you get on s- sgcity.org, and you can go right in there and type in your address to see if fireworks oh, cool. are banned where your home is. And then there is also 16 parks that they are allowing you to do fireworks. And those 16 parks are also also listed on our website. So the parks are safe, a lot of grass, you know, not a lot of dry vegetation around. So if you want to do fireworks, go to one of those parks or make sure that your house is listed as a, a place that you can do fireworks. Okay. And we- last year, because of that and, and because people were looking at the website, we had very few incidents last 4th of July. And that's what we are hoping and praying for this year, that people be- will be really responsible and realize how, how dry and hot it is and that we just yeah. can't ban them.
1: Wait. We- we love our fireworks. We do. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I live in Middleton right by that forest park there. Yeah. A lot of dead vegetation and trees in there. If, if a firework, a lit firework were to land in that park, the whole thing would go poof. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's dry.
2: Yeah. That park's not listed in one of the parks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't set them off there. Please don't. Please
2: and don't. then just a couple things. You know, people, I don't think, there's a lot of information on our website and, and some free things for people to do for families mm-hmm. and I'm not sure everyone takes advantage of it or knows about it. And so July 8th, um, we have movie in the park down at town square.
1: That's a week from tomorrow, right?
2: Yeah, a week from tomorrow. And, yeah. it, and usually, uh, it's between 8:30 and nine. So at dusk and their plan, this one is the war with grandpa. I think who's in that one. Um, I don't know that one. I'm not a movie um, guy. Um, um, Robert De Niro okay they're PG movies like the Karate Kid they pl- had the Karate Kid and anyway so that's free and tons of people go down blankets lawn chairs you know and then July 11th is a free concert in the park at Vernon Wortham Park okay and sometimes thousands of people will show up to those and this on the 11th it's St. George Jazz
1: oh I love jazz music
2: so, so yeah um
1: I'm going to be out of town for the first one, but I think uh, that uh, July 11th one, I'm, I'm going to have to make my way there. Yeah, yeah
2: it, it it'll be really good. And then uh, there's, have you ever seen the Elton and Billy Joe tribute that um, John Houston and Luke Randall it. do?
1: I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good.
2: Yeah. It is amazing, and I think they're scheduled for August. Okay. At at the free. did you say luke Uh, Luke randall is that luke randall it is actually it's tony's cousin Oh, okay and he does the billy Joel, and then um john houston does elton john and they do a fabulous job but that will be the other free concert in the park and it's great you bring your lawn chairs down tons of shade down in vernon war then because of all those big trees and just have a good time with your family it won't cost you a dime.
1: I want to know if Luke does uh, We Didn't Start the Fire, because I read a thing the other day that said Billy Joel hates that song. He said it's, it has no real good melody to it, and he he does not like to perform it in concert. So does Luke do that one? Do you know?
2: I don't know. I've only seen him, I've seen him twice, we'll and to I, ask him. I don't know if yeah. does, they do that one or not. That's a hard one. But it has fun, so many though. lyrics, too. So. Yeah. All right. It's fun. So. Just a few of those things coming up, and take advantage of. And we hope you all enjoy the Fourth and have a happy, safe Fourth of July with your families. And
1: very good, yeah.
2: Enjoy our our uh, most patriotic state in the nation.
1: Absolutely. Uh, speaking of patriotic and doing their duty, I had uh, earlier this week. I had a couple of your uh, uh, of Saint George's finest on the air. Uh, a couple of your lieutenants. Uh, Aaron uh, Bergquist and yep. Dan, you know, Sam Despain, Sam Despain. Yep. And uh they both had the marksmanship badges, which means they're really good at shooting. Yes, they are. Uh, but uh, it was it was really good to talk to them and it, you know in the wake of some of the things that have happened in our country with the mass shootings and stuff. It's good to know that they train a lot.
2: They train a lot. People would be really surprised and they train on mass shootings and they um a few years ago, they went to the George Washington Elementary. It was during the summer when school was out, and they had volunteers come in. And it it was really, it was quite disturbing because we have somebody that does the moulage makeup, so it looks like people have been shot or wounded horribly, and you had kids that were being amazing actors you know Mm -hmm. screaming and yelling and the police have to decide as they're grabbing at their ankles is that is that life and death to get that person out now or we've got to go find the shooter instantly so more mayhem doesn't occur and to just watch them train and for every scenario and and they invite other agencies in because if, if you have something like that, you know that all the other agencies in the county will come in also to help. They had Life Flight Land. They had the fire department there. It was it was as realistic as I hope to ever have to witness. Yeah. But they, our police department does an amazing job with their training.
1: I always wondered about those things. Uh, what if somebody get, really does get hurt? Everybody's, everybody's screaming and grabbing at their ankles or their <laughs> right. arm or their shoulder or whatever. And what if somebody actually falls down and hurts something? They, nobody will know. Like, nobody will know. Yeah. So until
2: after it's all done, I guess.
1: Yeah, but uh, those guys do train hard, incredibly hard. Um, you know, Michelle, I, I like to. I hope that we're safe, but some of those things are uh, not. Some of the, all those things are so unexpected and so. I mean. Who saw Rob Elementary coming and, and a exactly. guy, you know, and apparently a door was unlocked that shouldn't have been who, who I mean, I, you know, my, I my have friends who are elementary school teachers and, and they're very careful about keeping doors locked. But every once in a while, maybe the thing doesn't latch all the way and nobody even thinks twice about it. And and sometimes people don't even notice. And yet and then something like this happens and all of a sudden there's a magnifying glass on all of it. But it's good to know these guys are training hard for that. Uh, they were they were very careful not to criticize the Uvalde Police Department right. because their fellow officers in blue and they didn't want to say anything to condemn them. But at the same time, they said, well, the training says if there's an active shooter, you've got to get in there and stop them. And so they didn't say those guys were wrong, but they did say this is what the training should have told them to do yeah so, and I did have Brett Pruitt on a couple of weeks ago, uh, and he was a little less kind. He was like, they screwed up big time. They should have been in there.
2: Yeah, I've had so. several officers say, you know we're we're holding judgment until the whole investigation, but they weren't happy. they They can't imagine just standing outside. well, especially especially when it's little children, mm-hmm. you, they all have children, and um, I know I went to my granddaughter's elementary school. And I had to check into the office right. before they unlocked the door to let me in to go to her class. So a little holding room, maybe, or yeah. something. Yeah, huh? and then they That's walked good. me out of the locked doors when I was done. So that made me feel comfortable, but still, things happen and doors get propped open for one reason or another. And
1: now, now, how old is your oldest?
2: My oldest grandchild. Old, or oldest child. My oldest child is. How, uh, He'll be 37 this oh, year. okay.
1: So your kids are slightly older than mine. My son, my oldest son is 30. And uh, so I've been going for, well, since he was in kindergarten, I've been going and volunteering in the schools, helping the kids read. It's just something I really love to do. Uh, and I'm not trying to brag here, but what I'm saying is things have, things changed. But from when he was in kindergarten until when my youngest was in kindergarten and first and second grade. Things changed because yeah. of because of shootings and stuff. And I found myself a little bit irritated. You know, I was like, man, I, I've been coming to this school for, you know, 12 years, 13 years. And now I got to check in and I got to go through the lockdown. I got to wait for them to push the button and all these things. I found myself irritated. But now, in retrospect, I'm looking back and I'm going, you know, I probably should have just been okay with it. Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep everybody safe.
2: Exactly. Because so I have... Well, in September, we'll have 11 grandchildren. Hmm. And out of those 11, we've got five in elementary or in school. Hmm. Our oldest is 13, but, you know, you worry about him. Yeah, for sure. And my daughter-in-law is a school teacher. So we live in a crazy time right now.
1: One thing that made me feel a little bit better was uh, the school district uh, representative came on, Steve Dunham, and he said... Uh, I'm going to tell you something that's the honest truth. He said at any given school in Washington County, there's probably four or five concealed carry uh, people. He said, we don't need to require it. We don't need to incentivize it. There are ones that just decide that they want to do it. And he said that, he says, if if a gun were to try something in one of our schools, they'd be surprised at what they'd find. Right. So, but this is good. This is good.
2: Yeah, I, I think if if somebody knows how to use a gun and they... They have a concealed. I don't think we should ever ban a teacher from carrying one.
1: Yeah. They, and I think training is important. Oh, you can't absolutely. just buy a gun and go, hey, I'm going to no. do this. I, uh, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'm with you. It's, I think it's a good idea. Uh, again, we're, we're talking with Michelle Randall, mayor of St. George City, a city now with, uh, depending on what time of year it is, uh, somewhere between 80 and 120,000, uh, depending on who's right here. Right now, and what probably they're doing.
2: the numbers are lower. Yeah. As the heat goes up, people disappear. <laughs>
1: I don't blame them. Even on 4th of July, right? like a holiday weekend, if it was. A holiday weekend and 60 degrees, they'd all be here.
2: They would all be here. But like the Par- Parowan Balloon Fest last, uh was that last weekend or two weekends ago? Uh-huh. You know, I saw pictures and, man, they, because Parowan's a lot cooler. Yes, and, it is. Or yes, penguin, I mean. Um, a lot cooler than we are, but, yeah, <laughs> so we we lose a lot of people during the summer. And then as soon as fall hits, then they all come back in droves. Uh yeah, we
1: got to get a weather break in. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, city council and, and the differing personnel. We had an election and we got some new people in and, and it's been, I think it's probably been a little more of a struggle than what it was before. And so for you, it's because you're a mayor, you don't actually technically vote on the city council. A lot of your job is, I guess, peacemaker, the bridge between all of them. Is that is that difficult for you to, to try to be the one that okay, let's come together Kumbaya, you know that whole thing.
2: It is um, and I would love to see it happen. you have five council members and they all have different personalities and different mm-hmm. different things that are important to them and so you just try and work t- together to see like I I don't vote unless one's missing and there's a tie right So you just hope that, They all want to do what's in the best interest of the city. There's times where when I was a council member, I might not have agreed with something completely, but I knew it was probably what was best for the city as a whole. Hmm. And so you go ahead and and you vote that way, because I think you always have to the city council and the mayor are nonpartisan for a reason. We're to to represent everybody that lives here, not Mm -hmm. just those who agree with our politics or or maybe our religion or whatever it is. We're to be the – and I get that as the mayor, I think, more than the council does. People want to meet with me, and so I meet with everybody across the board, across the spectrum. Um, I had a great interview the other day with a gentleman who is starting a new – website for the latino community mm-hmm. in and he didn't speak english and and his daughter was there to translate for him and then we have an employee that works for us who um speaks fluent spanish and so he was there to interpret for me but his whole his whole um motivation behind this website is to not have two communities, not to have the Latino community, and and the community, but a one one community. We all mm-hmm. live in the same city. We all need to work together for what's best for the city, and all feel included in the city and and things that are happening. So, um, you know, as a as a council, as a mayor, we we need to make that our focus that we're listening to everybody and and just doing what's best for the city as a whole.
1: I was going to say, it's, it's interesting you'd say those two things together because sometimes listening to everybody and doing what's best for the city aren't necessarily the same thing. You may have someone who's yelling, at, hey, I want this, 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 and this, and you have to at some point placate them and say, look, I'm really sorry, but that's not what's best for the city. Right. And that I'm sure is frustrating for individuals sometimes. But it is. You got to do mean, what you got to do.
2: There's that. I could give you example after example when that happens, you know, and people aren't very happy with me, but
1: that's how it is. <laughs> Imagine that, somebody not happy with somebody you.
2: Somebody
0: not happy, yep. <laughs> Compelling guests, hot topics, the latest news, always on the Andy Griffin Show. Is there a juicy part in it for me? Right here on News Radio 890. 92.5, KDXU, Southern Sweet.
1: Utah's News Talk Leader. By the way, I wasn't joking around. I really did spill my water over here. Yeah, you did. And- <laughs> And uh, we haven't had time to clean it up, and uh, I hope nothing explodes here in the next few minutes with electricity flying. everywhere. you're far enough away, I think you're yeah, going to be safe. Yeah, I'll so. be
2: okay. You, I don't think you will, though.
1: <laughs> uh, it's okay. I'll get the engineering in a little while. And say uh, I might have shorted out the system a little bit. Sorry about that, Jeff. And they'll find another reason to yell about me in staff meeting. Apparently, I, I am the focus of a lot of yelling in, in staff meeting. Oh,
2: good. Uh, some people you're a defending, maker. some
1: people. Well, uh, just. Kind of a little, I I don't, there are certain, like, just now playing the Andy Griffith thing, they've told me a long time ago not to play that anymore. I play it anyway. I'm like, (laughs) until I get a cease and desist order from the person that owns the copyright on the song, I'm going to keep playing it. Right. That's the way it is.
2: And the person who owns the song probably isn't even around anymore.
1: No. Well, I think they're alive, but they live in, like, North Carolina or something. So the chances of them actually... You know, a hearing that I'm playing. Plus, I there's a certain. I think we have like 10 to 15 seconds of a song that we can we can play any song for 10 or 15 seconds and and not be subject to that. And so, for me, I'm just like whatever, <laughs> whatever.
2: Sometimes you have to do that. Just whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. Six seven three five eight ninety. By the way, if you want to talk to Michelle, or I keep every time I put my hand on this mouse, it's soaking wet over here. <laughs> Okay, don't get electrocuted. Well,
2: you have some Kleenex, but that's about it. Uh,
1: Yeah, well, it's live radio. You got to do what you got (laughs) to do, right? That's right. So, uh, uh, Michelle Randall, mayor of St. George, is here with me. Uh, She has had uh, some health issues. She's had some family issues, and boy, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. You look good. You look like you're strong and healthy now.
2: I think I'm getting there. Yes. Good. Yeah.
1: Good. Um, I I think that uh, it's one of those things. I'm still you know if i were to rate my I, i'm maybe 80% of what i was not size-wise i'm 100% of what i was <laughs> but, but as far as physically physical strength i'm not there but, but uh, at, at our age and you and i were born i think in the same year or pretty close uh, you, you you make certain compromises you're like okay i'm never going to be able to slam dunk again which i actually did back in <laughs> back in the mid 80s i could but uh, but that's okay because i am a grandpa now
2: that's so. right I'm a grandma, and it does take us longer to bounce back, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure that's the truth. Uh, my my granddaughter she said sev- well, she was six at the time she had her grand- her appendix out about two months before I did mm-hmm. the next day, like she's running, playing, <laughs> flopping on the bed. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I mean,
1: how do you do that?
2: I don't know. <laughs> you have to be a lot younger than I am,
1: yeah. Yeah. 'Cause
2: I wasn't ready to go running and jumping and flopping on the bed for sure.
1: No, no. So. And, and and that whole back surgery that Tony's going through right now is you know, I mean, it's six months before you're even back to who you were and yeah. But at least it helped us like that's that's really good. Yeah.
2: So far so <laughs> good. Keep our fingers crossed there.
1: Let's talk, if we, if we can, for a minute, Michelle, about George Washington Boulevard.
2: George Washington Boulevard.
1: I think, that first of all, incredible name, great name. In, in this country where wokeism, especially about a year ago or two years ago, wokeism was everybody's on everybody's agenda. And, you know, oh, George Washington owned slaves. We should hate him and, you know, and stuff like right. that. I was just like, I'm glad that, I mean, it touched St. George a little bit, but I'm glad that there's been a little bit of pushback now. And to name uh, what's going to be, I think, a very important thoroughfare in, oh, in St. George and Washington, uh, to name it George Washington Boulevard, I think is incredible.
2: It will be a major th- east-west corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, in our budget this year, we have budgeted to expand George Washington Boulevard, formerly 1450 South, west from Popeye's Chicken, mm-hmm. west to Crosby Way over there to connect to either i-15 or or dixie drive so um mayor staley came to me and said we'd like to you know have a name that works for both of us because right now our 1450 south goes into there something 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 different
1: well it's like driving river road slash red cliffs drive slash telegraph right (laughs) let's get one name and we can all (laughs) vote or agree on it and and call it good
2: but and so as we were talking you know other names came up and we just were like "Eh, we're not great those aren't great and i'm like what if we just combine our two names and i I said to mayor staley and i'm not giving you saint washington so (laughs) sorry that's off the table but um I said, what about George Washington? Because the county was named after George mm-hmm, Washington. A mm-hmm. lot of people don't know that, and so was Washington City. And I said, it combines our names, and it also has another meaning from from our first president, one of our founding fathers. Um, and it just worked, and we all liked it, and so now it's George Washington Boulevard.
1: I love it. I love it. By, by the way, and let's talk about Boulevard for just a second, and we have a couple of callers, too, we want to get to, but uh, I've lived in, I don't know, 20 different towns throughout my lifetime. Uh, if there was a Boulevard, it was like a minor street. It wasn't a big street, uh, and then I moved to St. George, and St. George Boulevard was the main thoroughfare, and I'm like, why Boulevard? Do, do, do you know, You're, you've been here a long, long time. Why why did Boulevard become the name, the, the important name, not Main Street or Center or whatever?
2: I don't know, actually, to tell you the truth, and and I liked George Washington like Parkway, but they Mm -hmm. they already have a Washington Parkway in Washington. Didn't want to kind of confuse it, so that's why we went with Boulevard instead of like Parkway.
1: If if there's an old timer that knows the origin of Boulevard, why we call because that's what Sunset Boulevard, right? Yeah, And, and Saint George Boulevard and. Uh, and, and now George Washington Boulevard. I, I'm yeah. just curious because, like I said, i would never really heard it. I know there's Las Vegas Boulevard, obviously, yeah. may, and maybe that's where it comes from. Is just...
2: Yeah, I don't know either.
1: Hmm. All right, let's take a phone call. Hey, <laughs> thanks for calling in while we try to figure out the origin of <laughs> Boulevard. Maybe you have a, a more important question for us.
3: What was wrong with Popeye Chicken Parkway?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that could have worked. Popeye Parkway, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they could have paid for part of the construction, and uh, just like they named these stadiums. So, uh, But uh, but anyway, all kidding aside, the main reason I'm calling, it's like a lot of people, um, the state of our economy, and obviously construction is a big part of it. And I was just reading in an article, it's really kind of frightening, uh, the situation we're in. I, I know we're in a bad situation, but the article was saying, like, um, our treasuries uh, that went on sale. The the sale didn't go too well for the government selling That's their right. treasury bonds.
1: Nobody wanted
3: and, it. Yeah. Right. And now they're saying that you know we we have it uh, where we have to pay the interest on the debt and we can't default. And they're saying probably by the end of September, um, Paul um, um, Fed Chairman Paul, uh, they're going to have to start printing money again just Uh-oh. to cover these interest. I know. And so it's just uh, the snowball going down the hill with inflation. And I'm just wondering, of this budget we had, uh, I don't expect you to know the exact numbers, but percentage-wise of, our, of this 500 million budget, what percentage of that is coming from grants from the state and the federal government? Because if the economy slows down, they, you know, they might be cutting back on these grants, and I'm just concerned about the economy overall. But what percentage of our budget is from state and federal grants?
2: I can't tell you the exact percentage, but it's small. Um, it's small, okay. Yes.
1: Like five percent, ten percent,
2: maybe or? maybe five percent. I okay. mean, it's very small. So well, that's a good sign. The majority of our budget um, comes from sales tax, and then okay. that's followed by property tax. So I would have to get and go look. I didn't even. I don't have my budget manual with okay. me, but yes those those type of grants aren't going to affect us drastically
3: okay and then very quickly uh just to uh, keep you off to date um we, we spoke before about uh that uh, gravestone uh in the old cemetery where i'm having that little thing done um so we can know who was on there because it all washed away to sandstone but they said it's going to be probably about two two and a half months before they even do it because they're so backed up with gravestones. Well, <laughs> no. I
2: know a lot of the granite they get comes from overseas, and so oh. that would be why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I still am so grateful you're doing that, just out of the kindness of your heart. If people don't know, there is an old, old um, headstone in the old cemetery downtown, and it was made out of sandstone, and a lot of it's washed away. And, and it was a child that was buried there. Hmm. About how old, can you can you remember? I'd have to pull up the picture, but...
3: Uh, can I remember what? The, the...
2: Uh, how old was, the, was oh, the child? He was
3: only, uh, he, uh, he died in, uh, he was born in 1904 and died in 1919, so he was only 14 years old. Yeah. But he's nameless because that whole thing is gone. You just washed away.
2: Yeah. So they, th- this gentleman that's calling has um, is going to put a a, a headstone, marker. In, a marker in front of that to tell the person's name and the birth date and death date. So yeah, that really cool. as it washes yeah. off that sta- sandstone, we don't want to remove it. It's really a historical marker, but people will know it. And he's just picking up the cost himself so thank you, thank you caller
3: <laughs> oh you're welcome and thank you for the great job we're doing mayor i really appreciate it we all appreciate it here in st george hey, thank,
2: thank you i appreciate that
1: thank you for the okay. call all right we'll go to line two uh hopefully the hold function worked correctly today are you there
3: i'm
1: here uh yeah but you're distorted call me right back i'll get you right on the air i promise okay
3: thank you
1: yeah darn thing it's distorted and uh, we still haven't fixed that even after uh, we do have new ownership now town square media and i'm hoping they'll update so Everything you don't sound
2: right. like cartoons when you call yeah,
1: it. Yeah. So uh, 946 on KDX. We do have a commercial break to get in. I'm hoping. he thought he was going to call me right back, but he has not called right back yet. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Live radio. Hello. Come on, call. Uh, okay. Maybe we'll take the commercial break and we'll take his call okay. after the commercial. How about that? Sounds
0: good. This is the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890-92.5-KDXU. Stay tuned for Clay and Buck coming up next.
1: Welcome back. Andy Griffin, Michelle Randall is here, mayor of St. George City. And we do have that caller back, so let's go right to the phone line. Hey, thanks for calling back. Appreciate it. What's on your mind today?
0: Uh, yes. I just, I had time this morning and I, uh, wanted to call, you know, the fireworks is a big, big thing. When I grew up, uh, I loved them, okay? We have such a fire danger now. Why don't we just abandon them for a year, not look for trouble? Because that's what we're doing. Uh, I realize kids love them. I did when I was young. But to me, what it costs to uh, put one out is such a shame. Could you kind of... Tell me what's going on with that and why we're doing it.
2: Yeah, I mentioned it in the first part of the show. Um, So there is a code in Utah law, and it states clearly that a municipality cannot ban fireworks. We can ban them in certain areas, but we cannot put a blanket ban on them. So unless the state of Utah comes out and said, we're not doing fireworks this year, we can't do that. And so that's why we just try and have a, a map that people can go right to our website, type in their address to see if fireworks are allowed where they live. It will show all the places that you can do fireworks in the city and those that you can't. And then we've opened up 16 parks that people can go do fireworks in that that are safer because of the grass.
1: So technically you can't just go, we're not doing no, fireworks this year. We can't. It's against Utah state law. Yes. Okay. Okay. That- but seems pretty simple to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, the only one that could do it then is Spencer Cox. That's right. So would he need a, uh, like a approval from the legislature? Uh, I'm too? sure he would, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, go back to the phone line. Say hey, thanks for calling. You're on with Annie and with Michelle Randall. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So
0: the uh, first caller was talking about uh, the economy and the budget, and quite frankly, I think most people uh, – uh, most Americans today and Utah's in particular, because we seem to be getting hit harder with that uh, from Mike Lee's estimates of how much more it costs for each of us to, uh, you know, make ends meet. Uh, I'm curious, Mayor, um, we've got, uh, well, first of all, you probably don't know this off the top of your head, but how many vehicles does the uh, city operate? A lot. A lot, yeah. Hundreds, maybe? Right. Oh, over hundreds. Hundreds. I'm sure it's even higher than that, and then when you add in Suntran in there that burns hundreds of gallons of diesel every day, and of course diesel is five seventy a gallon uh what contingencies do you guys have to address this uh and I know you say that a lot of the income comes from sales tax as the prices continue to go up, people are gonna buy less and less, which means the income from that sales tax is gonna. Uh, decrease and so I'm curious what have you and the council uh, discussed and considered and arrived at a solution to what are you going to do when gas is six dollars a gallon seven dollars a gallon what are the contingency plans
2: well you still have to have police cars and fire trucks and, and yeah I'm not those talking about on. those every, every
0: everybody understands that uh, mayor I'm talking about all of the recreation vehicles all of the Uh, landscaping vehicles, all the ones that aren't essential. Um, Of course, we all understand we want police and firemen. That's not even on the table. What about all the rest of it? What about SunTran?
2: Well, SunTran is operated mostly through um, federal grants because it is a a federal program for SunTran. We have a rainy day fund. The city is in very good shape. We're well-managed to prepare for any of those type of things that may happen yes we are all upset with the price of gas but we still have to function and and you may not think that um park maintenance workers are essential but i can tell you if they're not going down and mowing somebody's park and weeding it and taking care of it and all of the things they do we would get enormous complaints and we can't expect them to walk to those places and take all their equipment with them. So we do the best we can, but we do have a rainy day fund that is well funded, money in there to um, to prepare for these kind of things.
1: Yeah, who knew though? Boy, five whatever. It's ridiculous. All right, the phone lines are packed. Let's keep moving. Uh, I think Seth is next. Seth, what's going on?
0: Instead of a rainy day fund, why don't we have a non-soon fund?
1: Yeah.
2: That'd be nice. I wish we could get (laughs) some. I'll
1: I'll throw in a few bucks so it'll rain. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, yes. Let's all pray for rain and not fireworks. Uh, The question I'd like to ask is really how much money is going to be spent for police and fire and everything that goes into administrative? What is the cost? For the city to put on a fireworks show, show hmm. uh, regardless of what the state of Utah thinks, the Constitution is completely silent that you could tax uh, the people in the community for making fires and setting off fireworks.
1: Hmm. Good question, Seth.
2: So, if you if you start a fire with fireworks, you're going to be charged, and you're going to have to pay for. For the fire department, you know, we usually—if your house starts on fire, you're not getting a bill. But if you intentionally start a fire because of fireworks in in an area that's banned, you're going to get fined mm. and a bill for whatever that is. The city puts a, aside fifty thousand dollars for the fireworks every year. That's that's our sponsorship for the other media's people in town. I won't say their name, Andy, because okay. I'm on your show that does the big stadium uh, production. And so... That
1: other company that, that has other company, the, the inflammatory talk show host, that company?
2: That company. Okay. And so our our contribution to that is is the fireworks, and they're not cheap.
1: I feel like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Michelle, but... Uh, if you go do a stress test for your heart at the doctor, right, they, they, they make your heart go really fast. And you're actually more at risk of having a heart attack or some other problem. But the reason that they're okay with that is that you're there at the doctor's office, which is the best place for you to be if you have some kind of heart issue. Well, it seemed like to me a fireworks show, you're on high alert. Your fire your firemen are all working. They're actually usually the ones setting the fireworks right. off. And so they know. Okay, there are there is some risk where you know one of these could not go off correctly, and we could get whatever in the wrong spot. And and it happens occasionally. There's hot spots they have to they have to put down. But but at least it's a somewhat controlled environment in which the firemen are are ready to go.
2: Yep. I, nobody has that night off or that day off. Everybody works. Yeah, so
1: it just it seems like to me. Uh, You know if you had a private company setting off a big fireworks show without your permission or maybe with your permission but you you didn't have anybody working that would be a real problem but where everybody's working and you're ready for any contingency i think it's actually a good thing although and by the way it's worth mentioning uh it seemed like every year before two or three years ago the lightning show was almost as good or better than the fireworks show and we had big old rainstorms and stuff and yeah, we don't have
2: that anymore no, it, it would be it great stopped. if we did yeah
1: uh i was looking at the five day which reaches into monday of next week and no moisture None. in the forecast and
2: every night like last night it looked like something was going to blow in it, the wind started blowing like crazy at my house and these black clouds were coming in i'm like mm-hmm. yes it's gonna happen no nothing
1: i played pickleball last night 18 drops
2: Oh, wow. Maybe 19.
1: There might have been a 19. It was not good. In fact, uh, you know, they they shouldn't have to clean off the pickleball courts, but they're so dusty and dirty now because it's been so long since it actually rained. I know. uh, And the wind
2: has been horrible. So that just dries things out even worse.
1: Well, it's, you know, it's where we live. And uh, hopefully we, uh, I know you have made uh, some progress in getting people to conserve and do better i had you know one caller said well we got to stop the building all building must be stopped and it's that's just not realistic the the chain of events that would that would set off if you tried to do that would be catastrophic it would be
2: catastrophic and and just speaking of watering right now yes it's really hot but you should only be watering outdoors three times a week and yes your grass is going to look stressed and you're going to have some brown spots it will come back the roots will go deeper but only three times a week
1: yeah check your sprinkler clocks and to not, make sure and not during the day no don't do it at three in the afternoon exactly That's a bad idea. so michelle thanks for coming on thanks today.
2: happy fourth everybody on monday
1: yeah and we'll uh, we can see michelle in the park she'll be there dancing with bells on
2: oh yes with bells on thanks michelle okay thanks andy
1: andy griffin show on kdxu i'll be back tomorrow 9 a.m i am uh, out of town next week vacation best of shows next week but tomorrow i'll be live we'll talk to you then